Hey, I'm Kim Short, and it's time to get your podcast on. Welcome to What Led Her Here, exploring the defining experiences of women's lives. My guest today is the confident and courageous Denise Spalter. Denise is a life and style coach, communications expert, and author of Everyday Woman's Guide to Doing What You Love. Denise's passion lies in inspiring women to become the best version of themselves by teaching them how not to let fear and self-doubt hold them back and instead empower them to tap into their confidence and put themselves first. I'm so happy to have her here today to share her story. Welcome, Denise. Hi, thank you for having me. So excited. Awesome. So we hear all the time about women striving for an unrealistic image of what we think a woman, mom, or wife should be, should in giant air quotes, of course. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when we try to keep up with those expectations, we can become exhausted, unfulfilled, and unhappy. Can you tell me about your experience around these societal and family pressures in your own life? Absolutely. You know, and I think that you're right in society, there is so much pressure to be viewed a certain way as a woman. And as I think a woman, we try to also fulfill ourselves by wearing multiple hats as far as being the best at your job or you're being the best mom or trying to keep up with this or whatever. And I found myself there, you know, many a times, especially when I was trying to work well in in my, the job I was doing was media and advertising. I was unfulfilled and not happy in a marriage that was 10 years. Um, I had two beautiful girls, but I felt stuck, unfulfilled, not happy, just kind of doing the mundane things day to day and kind of the robotic of like, yep, I'm going to work. Now I have to go home and do this and do that. So I think a lot of women get scared to kind of break away from that, you know, and and I was at one point, but it it takes courage and time to look at yourself and really look back and say, okay, this is just not working. I need to really better myself. The, The long run is if you better yourself, the better everything around you will be. And that took a little bit, but I was able to get there, you know, unfortunately walking away from a job, walking away from a marriage and kind of starting, you know, my journey as where I wanted to really be. Yeah, I think we create these comfortable spaces for ourselves that maybe aren't the healthiest or the most fulfilling, but we just sort of stay there because it's safe, right? And it's really, really hard to sort of blow up that that existing life that we have, that perfect picture, if you will, in some cases, right? Absolutely. And it looks like that. Yeah, it looks like that from the outside. But then when you're in it, you're like... I need to make a change. So tell me specifically in your marriage, I know you had a 10 year marriage and you decided to have that come to an end. So tell me about how you came to that decision. It was scary and it was hard. And and like you said, you know, behind closed doors, I was miserable, but then, you know, open the door and, oh, I'm, I'm great. You know, you put on this facade of people to, you know, try to think that everything is perfect, but it just came also down to where, showing my daughters not to settle and not to be unhappy. And I wanted to, I knew that I was worth so much more. And even though society puts this pressure on us and family as well, you know, unfortunately I was the only one in my family that's been divorced. And it was hard for me to come to that conclusion and be like, you know what, I I did try, it just is not working out. So it was very difficult, but you know, 
it took me a lot of strength and some good support after to come to the conclusion and say, I need to step away. I know I'm better than this and forgive yourself for trying to think it's a mistake. And it's really not a mistake. So, you know, just trying to accept that fact and trying to move on. And I always say, you know, I wanted to go back and look at myself, who I really was years ago when I was happy and not be this miserable person where I was lacking self-confidence, you know, trying to be a good mom because I was just so unhappy and I felt all this pressure. It took that rebuilding of myself and my character to get there. And I think that I, I did and I pushed through it. And I, I always say that dreaded effort is that fear that we got to push through. And I was able to, yeah, really just start a new path to where I knew I, I wanted. And again, I always go back to my daughters as fearful as I was to, oh my God, what am I going to do to my kids? But I knew that if you stayed, because you hear this a lot, I'm staying because of my kids. I feel trapped. I can't do anything because of my kids. You're hurting not just yourself, but your kids because you're not being true to who you are and probably the best version of yourself. So now I'm, I'm just happy as can be and I enjoy my kids and enjoy the time with them versus you, know, you see the difference of how things were before. So encouraging women to really try to step out and really be happy, not just in, in a marriage, but in, in a career, in their life steps and whatever they want to see something be fulfilling. And so I was able to, to get there. And I, like I said, once, once I think accepted the fact that this is what's going to happen, and I know it's the best thing and you accept it for yourself, you will see that everything's going to be okay. It's not the end of the world and you will survive. People are a lot stronger than they realize. That's a good point. And I'm glad you brought up the F word (laughs) because fear is a huge part of it that keeps us in that same place. It keeps us stagnant and it does. Yeah. And I also want to touch on your daughters because that's another big thing that keeps people stuck is Like you said, when they say, well, I'm going to stay for the kids, but really a a friend of mine just said something to me recently. She said, and this was so brilliant. She said, sometimes people fear their kids coming from a broken home, but she said, the home is already broken. And now once you become aware of that and really accept it, then you can make changes to heal and to make life better. And like you said, now you're a much happier person. And for your daughters, right, to see you as that is, that's being a good role model right there. That's, you know, making that hard decision and changing your life to make it better for you and for them. Right. That's something that takes guts. So kudos to you. Ah, thank you. It did take um, courage is the word because it was just very, it is, it's a daunting road. It really is. But my kids now, I mean, they're older and like my older one, she's almost 11, will be like, mom, you're so happy. I see you so happy. And they, I know people say kids are resilient. Yes, they are, but they also are very smart and they can see the difference. Just kind of keeping that in the forefront, just knowing that your kids will acknowledge it at the end of the day and, and realize what's best. Yeah. Well, I love the fact that you have shown your girls that mommy can make hard decisions and mm-hmm. and that you have 
their best interests in mind and your own best interests in mind, because that's something that we want to model for them. Right. Is that like, we don't want to always put ourselves at the bottom of the list because we don't want them to learn that. And exactly. We don't want them to be that way as, as grownups. Right. Yep. Yep. We want them to to value themselves enough to prioritize themselves. So I think that is something really important that you've shown them. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So tell me, I know that you mentioned before that you have a good support system in place. How did that help you through what I'm sure were some hard parts? Definitely. You know, I think um, for sure my family, I actually don't have any brothers and sisters, so I was an only child. So my mom and I are extremely close, despite the fact that I did keep a lot of what was going inside my marriage to myself because of being ashamed, being, you know, I've got to try or, you know, putting it all on me, which is something that I think that I've learned to work with not always holding everything in is also to just communicate and once I accepted the fact that, you know, this, this is just not going well, I need, this is just needs to stop, you know, and just having a really honest conversation. So when I say support, just having them accepting what I was going to go through, not judging, no questions, you know, this is what's happening um, was very important. And I could have not asked for better support from them and from close friends that were there to really pick me up and empower me again. And, and you know, as much as you try as a strong woman, you know, you made the decision and here we go. Of course, you're going to have those days that you're like, oh my God, like what is happening? But when you have those days, you want to make sure you surround yourself with people that will be there to pick you up and get you back on your feet. So that's exactly what I had, which was, you know, I was very thankful for. And especially again, with my daughters to have that support and surrounding love around them that they knew they were loved. Everything was okay. You know, as hard as it was, you know, some steps were, but at the same time, giving that comfort and that environment as well. Oh, I love that. That community of support is so important, especially through a challenging time like a divorce. So I'm thrilled that you had that there from your mom, from your close friends, not only for yourself, but for your girls as well. Right. Yeah. You mentioned sort of being ashamed and that shame piece, oh, it can be Mm -hmm. so rough because that can stop us from doing things, right? It can stop us from opening up to people and sharing our truth because of the shame that's attached to that. So how did you work through that and let yourself open up and share with people? Yeah, it it took, you know, after I went through the cycle of, you know, I'm, oh my gosh, and I feel ashamed and what am I doing? You have to learn to really, I keep going back to accepting it. Mm. And it's not what's defining you. It's just a point in your life that you're going through, but that's going to only empower you and make you better. So the way I looked at it was, this is just a part of my life at the moment, but it's not something that I'm going to sit on for the rest of my life. And it started to open my eyes to where, you know what, a lot of women are in the same situation. And they feel, again, ashamed, stuck, fearful. And how can I also help these women? And going back to, I think what happened for me was getting back to who I really was because I felt so held back that getting back to what I truly love, what were my passions, what really 
what made me who I was and fall back in love with who I was with myself. So that's what kind of helped me out. And, and, you know, just, I hope women can really, if they're in the same boat, really just look and see what do they love about themselves? What made them who they are and kind of, you know, going from there to kind of shattering layer by layer and just building themselves up again. I love that. And I, I really love what you said about, divorce or whatever it is, whatever it is you're going through in your life, not letting that define you, right? Like you're not Denise, the divorced woman. You are Denise, the kick-ass woman who happens to have gotten a divorce. And I think, I think that's a really important lesson for people just to remember that this is not what they're all about. They're about so much other stuff. And this just happens to be a part of their story. Right. Yep. So in addition to a good support system, which we know is so valuable, what else helped you through this experience? One thing that I really did was just taking the time for myself. And it goes back to that loving the skin that you're in and that self-care. The beauty of every human is that we're all unique. So what I might love and make me, you know, happy may not be your cup of tea and you may not be interested at all. So What's important is accepting again, who you are and what you love, and then developing those again to empower you. I also say, you know, what helped me too was guarding myself in the sense of surrounding myself with like-minded people, supportive people, happy people that I wanted to be around. Sometimes when it comes to these big life experiences and changes, unfortunately leads to people walking in and out of your life, which is okay. And you have to accept that. But then again, it's, it's something that is a good thing because you're allowing what you want back in your life and not feeling pressured of you have to do this or do that. So I took time for myself. I, I started to really get back to what I loved and my passions and focusing a little bit more because the happier you are with who you are inside your inner beauty, it'll show on the outside. And then it just makes everyone that's around you see the difference and you're just glowing and you're just happy. And and again, I go back to my daughters because I wanted to really show them that I was okay and that I was taking care of myself, which for them was showing them, you know, put yourself first. And that's how I kind of managed to get myself back up and empower myself. You know, I love that you said that you go back to your daughters because I always, when I'm talking about my own story, I always go back to my girls too. I know, I know. (laughs) I mean, they are, they are, I'm sure you'd agree, like our biggest inspiration, right? And I, I, I think it's so important that we draw from that and do the best that we can for ourselves, of course, but also as, as role models for them. Absolutely. I know. So tell me about your favorite self-care things that you like to do that uh, I know helped you through your divorce and just in general, like what do you do that keeps you happy and thriving? I have to say journaling is one of my favorites. I started to do it, left it for a little bit and got picked it back up because it's just so empowering when you do write. I'm really big on pen to paper when it comes to your thoughts and just kind of putting it out in the universe. It's really just something you're kind of carrying all this positivity around you. Um, I'll even do gratitude lists, which is really important for me. You know, what are you really grateful for? Every day we're grateful for something, you know, and it just really just opens you up into a different level and what you're allowing in. 
um, you know what, this might be a little silly, but I need at least a good 30 minutes before I wake up the kids for school so that I'm ready to go and take time to myself before I start making the lunches, getting them off to school, that whole crazy. Um, but it helps me just kind of ground me and just kind of be like, okay, this is my time to enjoy my cup of coffee. If I want to, you know, read any news or read something, you know, I've been, a friend of mine gave me this um, badass woman book that has like some really cool like quotes and kind of inspiring that, you know, kind of start your day off. Right. So those are like my, my big ones. Meditating is actually one of my favorites as well. Yeah. I love that you have that 30 minutes before you get your girls up. I feel like yeah. that is probably one of the best times of your day. Right. So that it you can is. just... Even- Sometimes I feel like the kids have a sixth sense. So I try to be so quiet. Yeah, they hear mommy and they're like, okay, time to get yeah, up. And, right, right, right. And then you're on duty. Right. It is a good start to my day. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So tell me if you could boil the life lesson down that you'd like to share with other women to inspire them, to empower them, you know, if you could boil it down to like a couple sentences, what would it be? Definitely goes back to being true to yourself and eliminating that fear. I think as a society, we're always scared of being judged on whatever we do. And we need to eliminate that and leave that behind us because no matter what, at the end of the day, everyone will say, say something or not say something or judge you or not judge you. But what needs to be the most important thing is yourself and what's true to your heart and what makes you happy. I think so many of us are held back by fear and you really got to let it go because you're the one living your life and you need to make sure that you're strong enough to empower yourself to do what you know is right for you. And everyone's view will be different, but you need to be strong for yourself. Oh, so. I love that. And I feel like, you know, I'm all about putting your authentic self out there. And I love that you're feeling that vibe and doing the same thing. And you mentioned the judgment. And I feel like that's a really hard thing to let go. It is. It's when we, when we are putting our truth out there and we find those people who get it and Mm -hmm. who support us through all the good, the bad, and the ugly, all of it, that's our people. Right. And I think that you've probably found, and like you said, sometimes people fall away, especially when you go through a hard time in your life. right. Right. But I think there's value in losing some people who really weren't meant to be in your life, but then Absolutely. finding those true people who will support you through everything. So I'm so glad that you have that community and that you are putting your true self out there into the world fearlessly. I think you are awesome. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. So are you ready for the final five? Oh my gosh. Bring it, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the excitement. So these are the same five questions I ask of every guest. And the first one is, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, I I think it would have to be teleporting. And the reason why I say this is because I do hear my kids say this word all the time when they're playing or some video game or something. We're teleporting. I teleported to you. So I think it'd be cool if I could teleport and then tell them like, Hey, I'm, we're teleporting to like our family in Arizona. Let's go. Like, <laughs> so teleport would be my superpower. I love that. That would yeah. be mine too. Actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I would love to like skip the whole airplane, oh the my whole, yeah. like road trip. Like I'm good to just yeah. teleport, <laughs> especially these days. <laughs> when you were a kid, what did you think you'd be when you grew up? 
You know, there's a couple of answers to that one. At one point, I think I I wanted to be a lawyer, but then there was another part of me because I did some beauty pageants and I did some like, you know, acting and stuff. So a little bit of me was like, oh, I want to, you know, be a Broadway star. Clearly that did not happen. (laughs) So yeah, those were probably the main. If it were your last day on earth, what would your final meal be? Hands down Mexican food. Nice. What's your favorite? Um, I definitely love the rice and beans. Just a mixture. I, I just love it all. I love my tacos, burritos. I don't know. I grew up in Arizona, so there was, you know, a huge Mexican um, restaurants and food out there and everything Southwest. So I, it's my go-to. Nice. And my mouth yeah. is actually watering right now, <laughs> thinking of like fresh salsa and guacamole. Oh my God. I know, right? Oh, that is like that and Italian are my two favorite cuisines. Yeah. Like, oh, could eat them all the time. Right. Who is a woman in history or present day you admire? I have to say my mom, just because she's been so, number one, supportive and inspiring. She's just one of the strongest ladies that I know. She's had multiple health issues and cancer and this and that, but she's never had that define her. And I just see that she's always, you know, keeps on going and puts on a happy face, you know, give her her lipstick and she's ready to go. And I love that about her. She doesn't let things bring her down. So she is someone that I aspire to be, you know, as as strong as her. So I love my mom. (laughs) Oh, that's so nice to hear. Mom is a, is a common answer on what let her hear. And that makes me so happy. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, And last but not least, what is your favorite quote? I actually, the other day I found one from Audrey Hepburn and it, and it goes back to being happy. And she does say, live your life. Of course, now I can't remember, but it's about living your life, the happiest and do what matters most to you. And it goes back to the big circle of me going, you know, you got to stick to what makes you happy. Don't be in this miserable, any situation that you're just finding yourself redundant of the same thing. You got to, people need to break away from that. If everyone is happy doing what they love and what matters most to them, this world would be such a better place at really just knocking those walls down and being happy. Yeah. Yeah. We only get one try at this, right? Right. So you might as well kick fear to the curb and be your happiest self. Absolutely. Thank you for reminding us of that important lesson today, Denise. I really appreciate you being here and sharing. Thank you so much for having me. 